Hello, uh, welcome to our first uh, division preview before the start of the baseball season. Um, what which uh, division are we starting with, Sam? We're going to start with the worst, the American League Central. Yeah, get get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> the least interesting. Yeah, to put... probably the least competitive. Um, uh, I mean, we're not yeah. selling this really are we this podcast to start with but is honesty though is honesty is the best policy in this this situation <laughs> is yeah there's, there's no way covering up it's not going to be that fun is it the American League Central no I mean there's there's at least well probably three teams that are going to be rubbish but also yeah. not so rubbish that they're going to be like breaking records bad I don't think like, not like the Orioles maybe not no. quite as bad as the Orioles yeah so it's basically the Tigers and the Royals isn't it that are that are going to be really bad and also don't really have any like a, a decent farm I don't think either of them uh, no the Tigers actually went into the top 10 have they um, they went into top 10 on pipelines thing that was announced oh, recently I, I, think, I bet a lot of that's to do with Casey Mize though isn't it uh, yes I think that, but they have I think I'm right in saying they have a few pitches, yeah, but I don't, I, I don't think looking, any of them. Yeah, they've they've got three. I think they're all right-handers. Three yep. pitches in the top te- top 100, and that's it. So they're kind of they've got they're kind of at the start of rebuild, but they've already been bad for a couple of years. Yeah, they should I, be making progress on the rebuild. To be honest, you know, they they gonna they should be aiming to get another nice high draft pick to uh, complement Casey Mize. Yep, and then they've got a couple of nice, well, not nice necessarily. They've got some position players that are going to come up this year. Um, none okay. of them are particularly, I think so. Um, well, I'm just looking on pipeline at the moment. People that no one's heard of, not even people that like follow prospects a lot. Isaac Isaac Paredes, Daz no, Cameron. Yeah, I've sort of heard of them. Christian Stewart. Um, Christian Stewart's a slugging outfielder. I think I've seen him mentioned before. Um, but yeah, none of these guys are particularly franchise altering. They're basically right in the middle of a rebuild, aren't they? It was yep. what, it was like about two years ago when they traded everyone away. Yeah, um, the really, really terrible part of a rebuild where... Got the number one pick uh, for last, last season, didn't they? They had the number one pick. Yeah. Was slightly less bad last year, were they? Wait, so how, how bad were they? They were pretty bad, I think. Um, uh, 64, no, no. Yeah, 64 and 98. Which That's... I, 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 that's why you're confused is because it's exactly the same as their Pythagorean win-loss record that's a bit weird That's uh, well that shows you that the maths works sometimes uh, but the, yeah it's yeah. Nick Castellanos is not rubbish so yeah, there's he's, that he's a free agent though isn't he so he's, he's he should have been like traded a, a mid-season trade candidate I don't have any idea why they didn't trade him during this off-season but I think part of the issue they have there is that he just doesn't have a position. He doesn't play outfield at all. Like he shouldn't be allowed anywhere near the outfield ever again. Um, he's not particularly good at third, and the com- a lot of competitive teams have a DH. So I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> where's he going to end up? One spot I thought was good for a match was Philly. I thought the Phillies could have got him and just put him at third and lived with the fact that infield defense yeah, is good. Yeah, slight upgrade on Franco. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, they're basically they've not got anyone at the moment that you'd say has got a particularly high ceiling. No, um, 
but they but they just you know they're just in the phase of just trying out a load of young guys and hoping a couple of them stick and can at least like contribute in in the uh, in a few years time when they're hopefully good again and they signed um they signed Josh Harrison and Jordy Mercer for the former pirates oh, yeah. infield which was something um it was just like one of those mid rebuild yeah they <clears throat> they're right in the um the worst point of, of rebuild aren't they i think really this season for the tigers possibly where it's and it maybe last year was the worst point but, but it's the, these couple of years it's where there's before any of the decent prospects arrive so you know there's not casey mice for the fans to get excited about or anything no i um, know uh, michael former is going to be key for them though i think that's going to be interesting yeah if, if he can get anywhere near what he was um when he won rookie of the year um i think He's probably not going to be that guy. He's not going to be the the low three ERA guy who got like Cy Young votes. Um, but if he could just stay healthy for the whole year yeah, and, and be like a really young, isn't it? Well, he's not really young, but he's he's young for a pitcher. Yeah, and in fact, given how far they are from being good, if he could be like a three point five ERA or even below four, because he's still got control, they could trade him. I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, they could have I'd, done. Wait, how how much controls he got left? Uh, he's played three seasons, so I, I guess he's hitting so, arbitration. So he's yeah, just hitting arbitration around now. Or is it? Like, I've well, I'm just gonna look actually. Is he arbitration now? Uh, next year. Um. Yeah, he's on arbitration money. Two point eight million for 2019. Super two. So he's. Yeah, so he's got three more years after this. Yes. Money. So he could be a good trade candidate if he is yeah, not rubbish. Yeah, if he's half decent, he, he should have quite a bit of value with his age and um, stuff and, and being former rookie of the year. And... Yeah, so he's he's like semi-interesting, but there's not much else. Is I there think really... a lot of the, like the Josh Harrison signing, to be honest, um, are basically a situation where Hope some of the some of the young guys that have got like no service time. Hope some of them can be good, but probably hold on for them. Hold on, they're going to hold on to those guys for a bit. But then like Castellanos, um, Josh Harrison, if he's good, and uh, former, kind of hope to maybe hope to trade those guys. Maybe not former, like you say, but you know, I, I trade some more of these guys um, mid-season and just build up the farm system a little bit more. I think they should try and trade former. I just don't think they necessarily will. I yeah. agree, but that's that's basically where they're going this year, isn't it? Is it's like another year of being very pretty bad. Um, yeah, at least like they're going to at least use it to find out some stuff about some of these guys, maybe. Yeah, it's sort of fingers crossed for a breakout or two situation. Is yeah. kind of the the positive way of looking at it. And then Harrison, it's like if he can be. I think like if he's on, if he can be not a complete liability at the plate, yeah, like better than he was last year, like more like he was a few years ago. Yeah, he um, doesn't even have to be like so. He's eighty OPS plus last year, for instance. If he can get his on base percentage up around the three twenty mark, he's going to have a lot yeah. of value at the deadline because he can play everywhere. So yeah, this is we should we should probably talk of someone else actually because this seems like far too long talking about the Tigers for how yeah. significant they're actually going to be next year 
Should we go on to the even less interesting royals? Royals are they? Are they less interesting? I don't know. I'm not sure. Really, I don't know. This this the sort of not much difference between them. There's a bit of upside there. Um, I mean, like the, yeah, the royals. Um, don't they have some? I actually have some young guys. Mondaisy uh, that, that have got more uh, pedigree. They're up. Or have been. Uh, you know, there were well, highly rated prospects, and there's there's a chance they break out at some point and not be bad anymore. I think like, there's um, a chance of it. I mean, Mondesi's the main one, I think, at the yeah. moment. I've always He's... liked, um, actually, uh, what's his name? Oh, this isn't helpful, is it? No. He's an outfielder. Soler. Yeah, I've always liked Jorge Soler. He's still only 26. I mean, he did actually have an 8... Well, he only had 257 player appearances, but he did actually have an 820 OPS last year. As in his, if he stays healthy, he's something, he, isn't he's, he? I think when he was like... Well, he started when he was like really young, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Um, There's also Brett he was Phillips. Like highly weird. Brett Phillips, uh, yeah, who Brett was Phillips. a thing, but he's been pretty bad. I mean, it's like it's only 221 at bats in the major league, so there's obviously a chance he becomes yeah. good. And then you got Ryan O'Hearn that came up last year and smashed yeah. it for a bit. He's a weird one though because he was also, um, if I remember correctly, I think he was pretty bad in the minor league last year yeah like uh yes oh yes in triple a had a 713 ops last season and then a 950 in the major league so it's like i don't know brad keller actually i actually didn't realize he was that good yeah he was really solid last year i remember that from doing the preview i mean i mean that's that's more than solid though isn't it yeah, it's, it's well, good. Isn't I, it? I guess quite a lot of those out of the bullpen, so the ERA is not quite as compressive. But forty-one games, twenty starts, three point zero eight ERA. He's only twenty-two. Yeah, that's something. I, to... I, I think they have. I don't know. I feel like they've got more upside. They've got more chance of uh, breakouts than the Tigers have. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and they've they've and kept, they've also um... got Merrifield, who's who could be like a really good. Uh, really valuable trade chip. Although I don't think they're going to do that. No. I think they're basically going to keep him now. I, the contract should have been, we've now tied him down forever. Does anyone want him? But I, I think it's going to be the other yeah. way around. Um, which is just one of the small market issues, isn't it? It's like we actually, we can't do the complete teardown because no one will ever come and watch us again. Yeah. So that he's he's their star at the moment and he is actually pretty good. He's quite underrated, I think. Yeah, so it's it's basically a case of like Mondesi, Ohan, Keller, Brett Phillips, Soler. Yeah, there's stuff to work with there. Yeah, um, I think Mondesi has actually been bad. Uh, no, he's actually right, wasn't he? He's, he hit for power last year. Hit for oh, quite well, a lot of power. So yeah, maybe they're actually not that far off being like okay again. But yeah, yeah. they're still not going to be competing next year, really. It's still like a looking for positives out of like crap can get really isn't it looking for positives out of a lot of crap I mean the pitching it's a lot on Keller isn't it yeah um yeah he's kind of the if he can it's the thing is with him though is if he can do what he did last year again I don't know actually well I basically I don't know that enough about the Royals that whether those starts for the start of the year or whether he 
came up as a reliever and then went into the rotation. Because it was that way around, and then he starts in the rotation this year. So I assume it was that way around, judging on how good those stats are. And if you can sort of do similar again in the rotation, then that is huge, because that's like, you know, if he can reliably be like under 3.5 VRA, 22 years old, that's like potential, you know, future Cy Young competing stuff. Yeah. Although it looks like it doesn't strike that many people out. But, um, I mean, they've got a good pitches park, haven't they? So it's sort of, sometimes you can do well without striking people out in those yeah. stadiums. But, um, yeah, they've. I think they have got, there's basically if people can, some of the young guys can back up what they did last year again, then they've suddenly got like a little bit of a young core. Feels like. Uh, almost nowhere. Yeah, they've, it, I think the main thing with them is that they're... Yeah, you're right, in that they've got guys there already. It's just their prospects aren't fantastic. So you no. you feel like it's... I guess it's more make or break for them this season than it is for the Tigers. Like, they, watching yeah. them is going to matter more. <clears throat> the, the Tigers have got... Um, so the Tigers could have some of their guys break out this year, but then, it, yeah, like... They're not the guys they're expecting to, like be their next good team they're kind of possibly the next wave like Casey Mize and the, the other pitches come up and like well because they're probably going to be really bad like their next draft pick and you know after that they're kind of not banking on the current guys the Tigers whereas the Royals is sort of you know if if this current team doesn't really work out then it could be a long haul you know they, they've not even got the prospects in the organisation yet really that are potentially going to no Brady Singer's the only top 100 they've got um there's a couple of others that I think might appear this year further down their list but Brady Singer was last year's draft pick in the first round so yeah. it's like could be quite a wait yeah um should we on to the the White Sox the the third rebuilding the division <laughs> who sort of yeah it's all on Kopech's injury that makes this year quite yeah. a bit worse for them doesn't it yeah that was a real blow for them um, was is he? When was it he got injured? Did he miss like the whole of last year? Was it? Uh, he had surgery in September not... 2018. Okay, so he's. Wait, so is he missing the whole of this year? Pretty much, yeah. I think he he could appear in September, yeah, but he's he missed like it. quite a bit of last year, didn't he? I think. I think so. Yeah, that's not that's not good, is it? Really, because that was um that's like the main pitching guy, and a lot of, a few of the other pitchers haven't really worked out, have they? No, but I mean, Giolito was yet. incredibly yes. bad last year. Yeah. Um, this is, Reynaldo Lopez was okay. They were good I think this is the thing, Lopez. though, with um, a lot of these, like a couple at the moment with the, uh, the Padres and the Braves, when all these pitching prospects, when they're prospects, it looks really amazing. But a lot of the time, I think particularly with pitchers, um, the success rate is quite low. Yeah, but if I was rebuilding, I wouldn't be drafting pitchers yeah. high. That's I'd be taking gap. I'd be going for the position players, and it's like because most of those like top position player prospects, their floor is very high, isn't it? It's like they're yeah. going to be a major league, okay. But a lot of pitches like that arm either blows before they get there, or it blows after a year, or they're like, just not good. Yeah, like a couple of years ago, the, the White Sox were in the similar situation. I think to like the well, the Braves and the Padres now, where it's like oh, they've got like these four or five really top pitching prospects. It's like. You know what? What if that's their rotation? A couple of years, like all those guys work out, 
they could potentially have like four aces or something but that's yeah that's if they all do like hit their ceiling which usually they don't i mean they've still know, got a couple, a couple to come, come out yeah they've got well the kopech who comes back from injury and stuff dylan cease as well and dane yeah. dunning is um dane dunning yeah. due to be up this year and well and there's starting to be more positive signs from a couple of them like you say like um Reynaldo Lopez was was yeah. better um, last year. Well, on the Ro- other and like Rodone was okay. Yeah, twenty starts, but like just four point one eight ERA. I mean, the strikeout numbers are not actually particularly good for any of them. Oh god, they're dreadful, aren't they? Jesus, that's quite concerning. That's quite, yeah, and the walks are not good. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> blimey. Yeah. This is the it's the as the um time goes on it's sort of looking there like their rebuild's going to be less and less um, pos- um it's looking less and less promising i mean yep and well but, moncada's another big yeah. one it's like moncada's ceiling basically by the week is getting lower isn't it well that was like a centerpiece so that was well that that trade the sale trade it was moncada and kopech wasn't it yeah pretty much was the main things and well kopech having tommy john it was tommy john wasn't it yep yep um, so this kind of uncertainty around Mercado has like played quite quite a few games in the majors now, and seems to sort of be, you know, at best is going to be like an average hitter. I mean, he was below average last year, really, but like, yeah, he's looking, he's getting into the territory of you know what he is. Yeah, and that would be fine if he wasn't the centerpiece of giving up Chris Sale, but yeah, the the good thing is though they've. Because they've got so many prospects, they have still got, you know, they've got a chance to have a get a very good team out of this. It's just every time one of those center pros, centerpiece prospects doesn't work out, their ceiling of what they could be, like, takes a hit, doesn't it? Yeah, a huge hit. It's like That's a few it. years ago, it looked like, you know, it could be like Moncardi, Eloy Jimenez, and, um, like, some of the guys they've got coming up behind that, like, uh, what's his, uh, what's Robert, Robert. Yeah, Robert. I mean, like that. But, um... They've got Nick Madrigal as well, haven't they? Oh, but yeah, drafted last year. Off. Um, he's he's really highly regarded. But Eloy's gonna is like huge because he's been in the shadows of Vlad Junior quite a bit, hasn't yeah. he? Coming up to this season. <clears throat> but like, if he's not an absolute stud this year, yeah, you get quite concerned about where the White Sox are going. I, I think this is. I think this is this season is where they should be getting to the the sort of good bit of the rebuild where where they're still definitely in rebuilding I don't think they're going to be competing with the Indians or anything this year based on how they did last year anyway but it's like Eloy Jimenez is going to be up this year isn't he and stuff and yeah you've got there's that sort of excitement anyway there's some sort of interest now Um, but it's it is also that does also mean that it's like if Eloy Jimenez is not that good when he comes up well, he's um, also another one in this. Um, I guess you can say it's about a lot of players, but because he can't really run or field, he really has to be a very good hitter because there's a good chance his career is going to be as a DH. Yeah. Um, so there's not much margin for error for him at the plate, I think. Like, he's he's got to be crazily good. They lost Abiso Garcia, didn't they, as well, actually, which I suppose isn't a huge loss. They let, yeah. Well, and then they they struck out in free agency by just like yeah, the they, kind they of went big, didn't they? They went for the uh, like the Padres have done to try and sort of 
show that the rebuild rebuild's coming to an end. Try and end the rebuild with a huge signing. And um, it didn't work. No, well, they basically they got close and then said no, not that much. It was a bit odd, but yeah, I, I, that's probably enough of rebuilding teams, isn't it? Yeah, finally, yeah, the the actual two interesting ones. I mean, after t- twenty minutes talking about the boring teams, here we go. Here we go. The teams that aren't definitely rubbish. Yeah, although the you know the twins weren't great last year. It's just the there's t- a chance a bit better. The twins might not be rubbish, which is is something to be excited about. Yeah, it's like the other three. It's it's almost it's widely accepted they're going to be pretty bad. It's just a question of how bad and whether there's any positives at all. Yeah, they've been very. The twins are interesting though. They've been very Whereas, busy this off season. Yeah, they got um, Nelson Cruz, didn't they? Yep, they've got um, one. Jorge Polanco's back from steroid ban as well. They've got Ronaldo Torres, Jonathan Scope, and Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, uh, they're, they're one of these teams. Um, well, I don't, I don't know what I mean by one of these teams, but they um, so they had a really good season in uh, 2017, didn't they? Like surprised a lot of people. Yeah, with Buxton Sano basically being like coming up and. Well, I think they can't before that, but breaking out and basically being this like uh, the best players on the team, really. Um, and then took a massive step backwards last year, partly because Sano and Buxton were both absolutely terrible. And ended up in the minors again. Yeah, but there's sort of um, uh, you know they. They've got a chance that for those, well, at least Buxton, I think. I've not really heard much about Sano, but Buxton, it's, it seems like the signs are good that he might not be terrible now. He's been on fire in, in he's, spring. He basically had always been a really highly rated prospect, only Buxton, and then had that really good season and just completely forgot how to hit last year. Um, but they've if messed he's back, him about a bit, haven't they, though? Makes quite a big difference. I think they've messed him about a bit. They've been moving him up and down when really when you've got a guy of that. And the same goes for Sano, really. Yeah. This year, definitely, it's like put them on the roster at the start and don't take them off. Like, however, Because their future depends almost, not quite entirely, but like we said with the White Sox, their ceiling fluctuates massively depending on how good they are. Give those two like over 500 play appearances in the majors and see what they are. If they're not as good as we thought they were going to be, then... Okay, that's that's a problem, but uh, so yeah. like you've got you've got to find out at some point. Doing what they're doing isn't going to help. Um, although I like so they've got Lucas Duda as a non-roster invitee as well. CJ Cron they claimed off waivers, and they got Nelson Cruz. So they've added quite a lot of. Yeah, I think Cruz is a massive addition. I mean, because he's so old, I feel like he's. I know a lot of people, there's the expectation that he's going to stop being good soon. Um, but, he, you know, if they can get one or two more years out of him, that it, it makes a massive difference. Because, I mean, he is still, well, he's still like, one of the best DHs, isn't he, in the league? Yeah. Yeah, he's well, still, yeah. like, reasonable to expect, a, like, 850-plus well, yeah. OPS from him. Yeah, 850 OPS last just slightly below his career 860 OPS. It was almost at, almost identical to his career average. Well, not, well, not quite almost identical, but very, very close to his career average um, last year was. So it's sort of, you know, he's he's kind of not really binding much so far. 
at 37 yeah. years old. I'm liking that. I'm looking at their projected lineup. They've got Polanco, Marwin, Eddie Rosario, Nelson Cruz, Sano, Cron, Scope, Catcher, Byron Buxton. I'm yeah, liking it's one that. Of, it's one of those that's got um, a lot of depth, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like. There's not, not really, really a hole. hole. Well, unless Buxton is bad, I suppose. But it's it, but you feel like they've also got upside. You know, they've yeah. got the upside of like Sano because I mean, well, with Sano and Buxton after 2017, it kind of felt like they could get even better, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they looked yeah. like they were going to be sort of the future of of the franchise, didn't they? I mean, how good was Sano? He's an all-star. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. That. 507 slugging, 352 on base percentage. That that will work. I mean, yeah, like he's got, like he's definitely got potential to have like 40 home run years, hasn't he? So now if he plays a full season. Yeah, him and Nelson Cruz together could be pretty scary down the middle of the order. It's a yeah. lot of pop in the middle of that order now. Well, and, and the Bucks can get back to being good. He has a lot of speed on the bases as well. It's like those are the, I mean, the things that in in it. it in individual games like makes huge impact yeah, the rotation's a bit home runs. the rotation's a bit meh isn't it yeah Jose the other thing with Berrios was um, he wasn't as good was he last year I don't think no and they've they've got um, there's not a lot of upside there is there really no oh no he was about the same last year actually and pitched a lot more innings all right, maybe there was just a lot of hype in 2017. Yeah, but he he's the one that you think could be like a lot better than we might expect. Other than that, is like Odorizzi, Carl Gibson. Yeah. Sort of know what they're going to be, don't you? Like mid fours. Yeah, it's. You feel like they've there's not um, there's there's you know what the floor is. It feels like almost the rotation. Well, I think um, my whole so... thing with them was basically they've got quite a lot of high floor guys away from away from the Bucks and Snow stuff, and it's like those two are going to be the the difference makers. It's like if they're yeah. anywhere near what they were before, or anywhere near what we think their potential might be, I think they can really push the Indians. Yeah, because um, I, I, the Indians are so thin in their lineup. The other thing. Um... As well, though, is well, it's not for ne not for this year necessarily, but it's even they've got young guys like Buxton Snow are talking about that hopefully will get back to being good again. But behind that, probably not going to make an impact this year, but like maybe the year after, they've also got some really good prospects. Yep, they've got Royce Lewis, who was the number one pick in um, whichever year it was, the year before last. 2017 yeah um, and Alex Krilov who's also a uh, is, he, is he a top 10 prospect pipeline yep he's number 9 at the moment so um, that's that's something pretty pretty so snazzy two right? top 10 prospects there position player prospects so it's it's sort of they are in a very strong situation despite like the down year last year it's sort of a, sort of a weird pattern though isn't it you'd feel like teams don't use this much where they've kind of they've had like the really strong farm system and their Buxton scenario and stuff going through and now they've got these guys behind them 
Um, and you felt like they broke out of it and like were going to be a contender in, uh, um, in 2017 or after 2017, uh, but then took a step backwards. And it sort of feels like, you know, they, they could very easily get back to how they were in 2017. And they still have the prospects like on their way. Yeah, like they, well, they, they kind of set up for a very long time, but it does, it does sort of depend like how good a lot of these guys that are currently in the majors actually are. They also just tied down um, Max Kepler and Jorge Polanco, didn't they? On those, yeah, what could be very, very team-friendly deals. So yeah. how they they perform is going to be quite significant. Yeah, but they basically they could end up having like a very deep lineup um and i mean well i think in any other division they wouldn't necessarily be competing i mean particularly in league i don't think in any other american league um division they'd be in the conversation really but <clears throat> the indians as uh as we know sort of had a strange off season haven't they yeah i mean they well, so they didn't trade Kluber and Bauer, despite lots of suggestions they would. But then they are still definitely a lot weaker, aren't they? Yeah, so, they've I mean... like purposely made themselves weaker, but are still definitely the favourites, which is sort of weird. You don't see that very often where they've... Um... I mean, they didn't have to like make themselves worse, did they? No. So they've got Brantley lost... They lost Brantley to free agency, didn't they? And Cody Allen and Miller. And then they traded away on Canassian. Yeah. It's just, I I don't like their lineup right now at all. I mean, that's no. kind of obvious, just a bit too obvious to say, but it's literally, if Ramirez and Lindor are anything less than MVP guys, they're not going to score enough runs, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, they've... <clears throat> um, the pitching, though, it, I think it's the... Like a massive thing, though, isn't it? I think they've got the best rotation in baseball at the moment. Yeah, this this what what makes them favourites really, I think, is the rotation now. Whereas before they were world like World Series contender, really, where they had a ridiculous lineup and the rotation, they've basically just made the lineup weaker for I don't know to save money or whatever. I don't know. I think it was money. I mean, they've. They've also got Shane Bieber coming at them, who could be like their fifth guy, who's projected to be really, really good. But to me, it feels like um, a lot of the, this off-season was almost like uh, reacting to how the rest of the division is at the moment. Whereas, yeah. especially with the Twins having that year, where last year they blow five hundred, they're sort of expecting that that they're not really much of a threat at the moment, and they feel like you know they're just so far ahead they can still afford to have quite a lot of a worse team and still be the best team in their division comfortably. Yeah, which is it's kind of sad though because it's like they were, even last year, they were quite a lot worse than the other best three in the American League. Yeah. And they've just gone, it's not, I guess anything can happen in the playoffs, obviously, like the, the best team yeah. doesn't necessarily win it, but they've not gone like we're going to try and be as good as the Astros or the Red Sox. They've sort of gone, we just need to be better than the Twins. Yeah. I get it's, it. It's just a bit of a shame, I think. It is. I, I also though the position they were in, they didn't seem like there was much, much opportunity for them to get much better. I mean, they've you know they've not got any like prospects coming through, and a lot of their guys are coming to end of their contracts like 
is Kluber Kluber's free agent next year? Is he? I mean, apart from no, Lindor I think... Ramirez, that's like they've got them locked down for a while. But like Kluber's there for a while, yeah. Is he? Kluber's got a ridiculously team-friendly deal. He's 17 million this year, and then team options at 17.5 and 18 for the okay. next years after that. Maybe not Kluber. It's Bauer, isn't it? Bauer's a free agent. Maybe. Um, Bauer's Bauer. Um... I think they've got they've had quite a few of their like key players were free agents next year. I'm pretty sure. Well, they they lost they lost three this year was the big thing. I think was that losing Miller, Allen, and and Brantley was pretty significant. Uh... Yeah, maybe Ruzan Kanashian was one of them. So I think it's partly why they've done this is they've they're sort of um, you know if they hadn't sort of made some sort of move to um uh I don't know do, do I say is Carl Santana under uh longer control, I don't know. But I think I, he is. I feel like part of it is that it's almost like a a prerequisite to next off season when they're losing quite a few more guys and it's sort of that almost would have forced them into a rebuild next year. And it might do still but it's I don't know maybe they they sort of doing it like half and half, just slowly stepping down, instead of the usual. We're done now. One time. Which they I traded mean, away Yang Gomes as well. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which isn't wildly massive, but it's like it's something, isn't it? I mean, he he was an okay hitter, league averageish hitter, down their lineup, and and they just sort of got rid of him and have replaced him with I think Kevin Plawecki, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, just, just not indeed. How close do you think they'll get? They'll get pushed by the twins. Um. I mean, that is that is the things they thought they're a lot further ahead uh, than they actually are. Yeah. Twins. But because I mean, well, obviously you had like uh, Lindor, Ramirez having like all time great seasons for them um, and uh, did they have a few other guys had a few years last year uh, not really I mean it's part of the reason they only won 91 rather than winning yeah a load more um, but like lots of solid stuff you know like uh, this is actually quite small sample size stuff but just but, uh, like, but like, basically being... your, like your point with um, they need they're almost relying on Lindor Ramirez to be that good again like if one gets injured or they're just a little bit worse because generally I think well Lindor is injured Oh, is he? he well he he hurt his calf a few weeks ago he's only going to miss like a fortnight at the start of the oh, year right. but it's like what's that lineup going to look like on opening day it's not division winning lineup is it really no unless it might be in this division but basically the the twins even if they hadn't made moves um like made big improvements to their roster, possibly may have been better than they were last year anyway, from bounce packs from like Buxton, Sano maybe, and uh, some other people. Um, and the Indians, if they hadn't made moves, there's a good chance that they were not as good anyway as last year. I mean, well, I guess because they, because uh, the guys had lost free agency, but like if if they'd not traded away some of their guys that that weren't free agents. They may have been worse anyway because of Lindon Ramirez not being quite as good or missing time or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, and that combined with the the Indians having a worse roster and the Twins having a better roster, I think makes it actually quite a lot closer than a lot of people are going to expect, I think. Yeah, I I don't know. I, we made out at the start of this like this was the least competitive division. And basically, the more I've looked at this, although I've done it for previewing both of the teams for the website already, I'm increasingly convinced it's not. I think the AL West might be less competitive than this. And maybe even the NL West? I don't know. But the, I think the Twins could definitely push them here. That lineup's like really quite solid that they've got. And the Indians one is just... Even with those two being that good, they need like... Carlos Santana needs to be better than he was last year again. Um, yeah. And it's just a bit meh, isn't it? I mean, like, Leonis Martin, Tyler Naquin, Greg Allen, these guys are going to be, like, low 700s OPS, maybe lower than that. And they're going to be... That's three spots in your lineup done already. That's not That's not nice. Yeah, they could definitely have a... Um, have a bad season. There's a good chance for a bad season, it seems like. I'd say, of all the teams that, for the, the complaints about teams not spending, I'd put the Indians as, like, the one of the worst examples of that, is that they are actually yeah. in a position to win. Talk about, like, not trying to win. It's not taking advantage of when you're in a position to win is the big thing, and that's really what they've done yeah. here, is they've... Well, they could, they could have, like, re-signed Brantley or something, or signed a free agent to keep them their window going. But instead, yeah. they've They've basically chosen to shorten their window, or at least make their their window not as good. They could have got McCutcheon. Yeah. Um, that seems like a perfect fit. They could have got like Marwin Gonzalez, and I mean their outfield is so weak on these like on projections and stuff that a lot of guys would have made it a bit better. Um, so they're they're pretty frustrating, I think. But it should make the division interesting, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think we've covered we've covered the whole division now, and um, almost in reverse order. Uh, yeah. Well, from the the bad teams to the the not so bad, but none of them none of them are like no one considers any of these teams favourites to the World Series at the moment, do they? Or even close? No. Most other divisions have someone that, you know, at least have at least one team that people, um, someone thinks is going to win the World Series or has got a very good chance. But I don't think they do really anyone in this division. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, you'd be surprised if they, um, if the wild card place goes to this division. So it's. Basically, it's the Twins or the Indians in the postseason, and uh, I think either one is probably going to go out in, in the division series. Yeah, I'd, I'd be amazed if you got much. And the Twins, by virtue of playing so many games against three potentially dreadful teams, could get the wild card, and they've got a chance of getting the wild yeah, card. I guess there's that side of it, but but, that, but also I think that. They've not. Oh, every team in this division is going to have quite a bad record against the um, the other divisions. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing with with that is that they they might not win any games against teams outside the division. Yeah, 
well, apart from all the other tanking teams in the American League. Yeah. Which is really where most of the tanking teams are that people complain about. It's like nearly all of them are American League teams aren't there at the moment. There's, there's not many, I don't think, in the National League that you could really argue and not try to win. No, no, I don't think so. I know, th there's a, a link between those two things, obviously, that you have the superpowers that did include the Indians until recently, really. You have yeah. like the Astros, Red Sox, Yankees, particularly the other two, because they're going to spend more than everyone else as well. That does make other teams tank. I mean, that's kind of the thing here th that people refuse to acknowledge. Yeah, we actually uh, better stop, to be honest. Yeah. Which division should we do next, you reckon? Um, I don't know. What's... Should we save the good ones? I don't know which which are the best, but um, should we should go? Should we do a national league? Should we should alternate between American League and National League or something? Uh, yeah, or we could do. do all American League. I was thinking yeah. AL West is the next, the next, next least interesting the next for me. Bad, next no, next bad. Know what that means? But yeah, AL West, you say? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was. It's not quite. It's not going to be as interesting as last year, is it? But. Yeah. So yeah, AL West next time. Yep. All right. See you then, everyone. Bye. Bye.